Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're not whining, but we are investigating beers that are made to be fit for red wine enthusiasts. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Look, and we've managed Boop. to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we managed to like get a really comfortable setup yeah. as well, like in a in a hotel room. We're in a hotel room, so fancy. A women's brew is on the road, but we still want to provide you with excellent content. So here we are. I mean, I'm not being funny either. We upgraded to business. Class we did for our we hotel did. rooms, and it is so that we could do this, this. chair. It's the luxury just, you get with business class. I'm really loving it. It's comfortable. Um, but today we're not just beer loving women. We are wine appreciating. We're wine drinking women. <laughs> I still not massive fan of wine. Uh, yeah, but... I'm not a mass like. I'm not a massive like. Yes, I mean I like a good wine, but I'm very like picky with my wine. I just what's, what's like... your relationship with wine? I find that I like a really good one. Um, but then I've got the expensive taste of like oh, have I you? can't just drink a cheap wine, so I don't right. drink it. Right. But I'm spoiled because like my in-laws will buy like okay. the expensive red wines and stuff like that. I like um I like the you look for a black root here's a top tip. Look for a black rooster that's on the label of a red wine, and that's a Chianti Classico, huh. which means I have to meet all this criteria to be from the Chianti region, right. Tuscan area of, of Italy. And those are like some of the best red wines I've had. Um, I learned about that in Italy. Delightful. So literally, I was like, now I'm like, oh, I quite like these now, but they don't tend to be always the cheapest options by yeah. any means. Um, but I find I just drink beer too much that I don't really make a lot of time for wine <laughs> so before i was drinking beer i would drink a bit of wine i've never really developed a taste for red wine which is interesting seeing as i really like a dark beer and it's complex yeah yeah i've just complex. never i just never really, i mean to be fair i've not really had a red wine since i've developed my beer palette so i wonder so it'd be interesting we have actually got We've got a red, red wine. wine. So we're going to cover red wine yeah. and a rosé. And rosé. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what I think now, because I don't think I've had a, a red wine since I've developed my beer palette. So I may well pick out different things from it than I did before. Um, I have always enjoyed a very sweet wine. Um, so I like like an Asti or a Riesling. Um, oh, the cheap ones. <laughs> The like, cheap, sweet be, white ones are quite. I was always happy with those. To be fair, I was the same in the yeah. sense of like I always I like sweet and not so much the yeah. red. Like when it comes to red wine, like I would even have a rosé. Like a rosé is fine as long as it was like a sweeter one. Yeah. Um, because I just didn't like that. Yeah. Depth of like, like the dot, like it was it was warm. Like yeah. I always found them like too warming and too yes. like. It's the it's alcohol, but that's like. the alcohol content, isn't it? So you know these are these are going to be up there with a. Uh, you know, an imperial stout or a barley wine or something. So, what is this? That's thirteen point five. Thirteen point five. The rosé is eight point five. Yeah, you know. um, but maybe that's why I've always kind of preferred the the rosé. I had a bad night on rosé one night, so you know how that oh god taints. The worst taints is when you have like a bad things. night on cheap wine, though, because that makes you feel. I, mean, I don't think really it was really. It was when I was on cruise ships and it was in the crew bar, so it probably wasn't a particularly cheap one. <laughs> that wasn't a particularly expensive one. I was going to say, like, yeah. I think I always find that it, I. I feel worse if I have yeah. 
the cheaper wine but then also I think it's because when it's the more expensive wine I'm not drinking it in the same way as yeah. the cheaper wine if you know yeah. what I mean um but yeah I just don't I've always liked the sweet one like Riesling was always sort of my jam I still love a good Riesling but even with that I don't really beer takes up too much of my, drink, my drinking yeah time. I will I will pick a beer I just will pick a beer over wine if like if there's nothing else on offer then I'll have a wine like when when I went on the Disney cruise there wasn't a great selection of beer so I shared wine with my friend um but I would rather I would rather use my calories and my and my ABV <laughs> amount uh on a beer than I would on a wine that's just but that's just me but I think like sort of the idea of today obviously last week we've done sort of white wines and yep. sparkling wines and all that this week it's red wine rosé um I think the goal of what we want to get out of this potentially is we want to if you are a person that really likes red wine and you don't really like uh beer as much but you want to kind of get into it more you want to appreciate it more or you've got a loved one that maybe really likes red wine that you want to get into beer hopefully some of the stuff that we have today maybe we can we're going to test some of because we don't really know we've not really had them before to sort of say yeah how closely they are but we're hoping that we're going to be able to sort of sample these and we're going to kind of be able to say like yeah, actually, I can see the link there, and it is great for somebody that um, is is a fan of that. Or likewise, someone that like yourself, Joe, if you're like, oh, I've never really got on with with a red wine, but say you want to have a meal because we always both of us choose sort of beer over wine most yeah. times, anyways. You want to have a meal, and the meal's something that pairs really well with red wine, but you don't really want a red wine. Yeah, what beer, what can beer you pair with would it? you use instead? And actually, sneaky. Um, Beer actually pairs better with food and cheese and chocolate and wine. Shh, don't tell the wine drinkers because they will have you believe that wine is superior. And it and actually there are because there's no carbonation in wine, you know, other than the champagne, obviously. Um, there's that's a scrubbing action that actually works really well. And with richer foods, beer is actually better with it because you've got those bits in it. Um, and there's just some things that wine just it it just doesn't pair well with some things don't tell the wine people because they get upset but it's true that's the thing though is like I know that I've bought like big sharing bottles of stuff before um I didn't obviously we didn't have it on either of these episodes but I bought like a when Pomona Island's done their like barrel age release in the past I've got one that was like a Chardonnay barrel aged like white wine barrel aged um I think it was a sour uh that I got and and I got that because I was like actually if I'm prepping a meal if I'm cooking a really nice meal for me and my husband normally like I want to be that adult like I'm not a very good adult but I want to be that adult that's like (laughs) I've made us dinner and yes. we're going to have some wine with it. But also, thing. like, I don't really like wine as much as yeah. I like beer. So I'm kind of like, get this nice, like this. We're going to obviously open this in a yeah. minute. I, I won't reveal what it is, but this big sharing bottle. Um, hence Wax. why we're doing it in person. Wax sealed. Wax sealed. Well. It's fancy one. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is part of the reason I said we're doing it in person as big bottles yeah. like that. But something like that, you want to take out like a nice bottle and yeah. be like, cool, I've made a nice steak and let's what can i drink with it besides red wine so we're going to attempt to crack that mystery today i think see if we can find anything that really ticks those boxes yeah let's see so we do have cheese but i mean i just i just had food i don't know if i can bother we'll see maybe we'll we'll see (laughs) spoiler maybe we'll do a beer and cheese episode later on for you i think that'd be good that'll be good yeah Yeah, definitely um do you want to crack open that and I can sort of crack open this? And I have a plastic glass with me because my 
a sister-in-law um I've broken but all of my in-laws we break glasses when we have them um we're not very good so as a joke she got me plastic wine glasses so I took one with me um and Joe I didn't bring mine because we were gonna borrow glasses we were somewhere and we didn't so I've got the tumbler from the hotel room actually it's quite a nice tumbler it's quite nice it's, it's got a nice it's, yeah, it's probably gonna be dirty um it's got a nice bold out shape so probably we will be able to get a good get our noses in there and get a good taste of it and I was going to say, to be fair, this is probably, it's plastic. I mean, it's not going to pour as nice as <laughs> yeah. like a nice one. We are on the road on to the bring road. you this interesting content. Don't at us, okay? Yeah, cool. Do you want to sort of open that and yeah. dish us out some? Because yeah. I'll go through kind of like what I've got down note-wise for red wine. We can go through, we can see. You just went, no. I tried to get like a decent, it's the tiny it's... red wine bottle as well. Um it's just we'll see when I try it. It's it's the astringency, I think, of wine that I don't like. Well, let's 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 see. Don't 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 take any steps yet. Don't take any steps. I will. Yet. You know, open-minded people. This is what I teach for beer tasting. So we definitely do. I was going to say definitely yeah. do not just dump the rest of that. In my no. Um. Yeah. So basically, with red wine, sort of what I found really really difficult about doing the outlines for both of these episodes was like there's so much that goes I don't know if I've already said this before or not but basically there's so much that goes into like wine itself and I think one thing that I like really underestimated is how different like each I thought it was going to be this sounds really stupid to say Mm. this out loud but I really thought that it was going to be like red wine what are taste notes for red wine and like yes they all tend to follow like the same thing however it's like well um, are your grapes from a cool climate are they from a warm climate which country are they from um you know there's different grapes have the different tastes which that makes sense but yeah. you don't really I think that you don't really think about that you just think like surely this has just got to be an overall guide to well I think <laughs> red wine so I think this is the thing isn't it so something that wine people always talk about is like the terroir of wine which is basically like the land so you know if your red wine it can be that your red wine grapes are are grown in this field but actually across the road they're grown over here but they are completely different because of the soil and the acidity of the soil the nutrients that they're getting from it and you know then the climate and maybe this side was sunnier than that side was and you know that's a big thing in wine I think it's starting to come into beer more and we're thinking about where our malt is coming from where are the hops being grown what difference does the soil that they're being grown into make what what does the heritage of those hops mean to what's going on in our glasses? So that's coming on, but that has been a big thing in wine for a really long time, which is why they continue to keep t- telling people that they're the fancy ones. But I mean, there's, I mean, there's not even that. It's, like, it's all that. And then it's something as simple as like, how ripe is the yep. grape? Is it underripe? Is it yep. overripe? Is it just the right? Is it just the right amount of ripe? Um, and that can just make such massive differences. And I think while we know that it also was something that I just didn't really process until I started to go through this um so the wine that we've got in our glasses is Casalero del Diablo which is a Cabernet Sauvignon from Chile um a 2021 blend because obviously the the years or not a blend but we're not doing vintage vintage, yeah that's what I was looking for not doing fancy vintages but basically in doing this research what I tried to do is take um pare down just to explain I tried to pare down all the top wine grape varieties and get the common tasting notes to sort of go okay, okay overall here is what you can 
on the whole expect now it's not the complete spectrum um but it's the main one so the main ones the most common ones that you're going to find for red wine are um for the grape varieties mm -hmm. are cabernet sauvignon which is like we've got here got. which is uh, this one uh pinot noir merlot shiraz uh, or I think Shiraz is how you're supposed to say it. So oh. um, you can spell it two different ways. It's really interesting. Um, a Malbec and a Bordeaux. So those are kind of the main ones. And then the flavours, like I said, that can it can vary depending on like, lots of different things. But the main tasting notes that we're looking for when they're ripe thematically are forest fruits. Like you've got, I mean, you've got your dark fruits, you've got your black currant, uh, black cherry, blackberry, and then you've got your red fruits, which are red cherry, raspberry, strawberry. And um, there's some additional fruits. So that'll be plum and blueberry sometimes. You've got spices, which is like all spice and clove, your baking spices. Mm -hmm. um, forest floor can be <laughs> a, a flavor to some of these. So you can get some earthy tones, some mushroomy tones, and I don't like mushrooms, so I'm like not a fan of that. So is that what they define forest floor as? Is woody um, so and there's it's like um, mossy, earthy, okay. yep. um, all that kind Ooh, of. That's an interesting element one. to it. I mean, um, we say woody in beer, so I was saying, I think I've actually got wood as a separate taste yes. note as well to the forest floor. So like forest floor would be like the moss and like uh, forest leaves and yep. that kind of stuff okay. can come through. That's, um, That's a fun taste, you know. It is, isn't it? <laughs> and then you've got um, pepper. So that can be either like a spicy pepper or right. peppercorns. Like right. it can kind of land in different ways okay. depending on, on the wine. Um, you can get chocolate, you can get vanilla, you can get leather, woody notes, tobacco, um, it tends to be more rich and velvety um, with, with a higher level, I think, of dryness, really, compared to some of the other ones. Okay. Um, and I've also, like, one that I saw that kept popping up that I thought was really interesting, that I couldn't even tell you what it tastes like, is the eucalyptus. Okay, yeah. Wouldn't even... But you've smelt eucalyptus, though. Vapor rub? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it's going to taste like. Have I? I think I have. I Thank think I can well. tell you. Like I know eucalyptus. Like I think I think eucalyptus. eucalyptus. I think koala bears. Yeah, that's what they eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that. But like I've yeah. never had it, so like I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but what it tastes like. Have you never, you've never had like a vapor rub when you got a cold. Yeah, I have. But I think yeah. it's just it's really weird because it's very. Um, I can see that. It's the, the thing is, is it's not what you expect from a red wine i don't think like when i from my experience of red wine i wouldn't expect eucalyptus okay um so i thought that was really or i never would have thought about that before even if i had noticed it i wouldn't have put that word to it yeah so i found that was really really interesting um when it's not ripe um either over or under sometimes what you can get is you can get like more green pepper you can get olives it can be a bit minty i think even sometimes when it's the right amount of ripeness there's minty um, those are the things that I don't the flavors that I don't like yeah. generally in beer so that's just yeah. to be what well it, is, it can taste a bit wet or vegetal which I was like See? you won't like that things but that's that but that like. is if it's overripe or underripe oh, okay. not that if it's like just generally. the normal level right um and then yeah the aromas you're going to get what you should get and we can see if we can get this are kind of those tobacco woody earthy sometimes you can get lead pencil which I thought was interesting yeah yeah um spicy but also spiced yeah um and then sometimes it can be jammy forest fruity like depending sometimes yeah. i think it's more like if it's not ripe it can be it tend to be a bit more jammy yeah so um i guess what what do you like on this i mean i'm not going to use proper wine tasting 
techniques of like put it you know take a sip swirl it around spit it out in a bucket or anything mm-hmm. like that or sniff it in a weird way I'm just gonna I'm definitely getting like forest fruit yeah the fruits Black are definitely fruit. I think the the, yeah. the 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 fruit element of it that I named is kind of definitely like the the highest part of it but I definitely get a bit of spiciness yeah and, and smell, spices and I can smell because I can smell the alcohol I do get lead pencil a bit <laughs> is, <laughs> but is that because we just read it um I think it's because I always knew like I could always pick out what that before, was but didn't know but how to I couldn't put a name to it and now I'm like oh yeah it does smell a bit like lead pencil mm. doesn't it it's a bit weird I'm getting a bit woody you do get woody um I don't necessarily get that like chocolatey notes on this one because um, I said it can it can vary. Um, yeah, I'm not getting chocolate, but I definitely don't get chocolate or vanilla on this one. I have had. I did ones have where I do a wine. Vanilla. I did have a wine that was a chocolate wine once. I almost not brought me. a chocolate wine with me, but then I didn't because yeah. I thought no, that's gonna really that's gonna skew. But they're a bit. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, it classic tastes like kind chocolate. of beer. It's a it's a weird specialty beer. It's it's a, the chocolate wine is very. There's something I'm getting chocolate. in here, and now I'm thinking eucalyptus. It's not. It's only because we said it. It might be though. Is it to floral? Be is there something floral in there? Leafy. I do think it is probably like those earthy, like yeah. the earthier notes. To moss. It. Maybe it's moss. Moss. There you go. Moss. Forest floor. I am getting forest floor. Forest floor. So that I mean, I definitely think like the smell. Obviously, that's that stacks up. Yeah, with what definitely. You tasting it? Definitely dry. Yeah. It's really weird because I feel like I can't explain it because I just go. It tastes like red wine. <laughs> It's, I feel like I'm tasting a different fruit than I was smelling. Yeah, it doesn't. Like I feel like as... I'm getting. I feel like I'm getting strawberry jam, whereas before I was smelling forest fruits and cherries, more like um, cherries, like um, and blackberry, blackberry. And now I taste strawberry jam, blackcurrant. Before now, it's just, yeah. it's all right. It just it's hard for me to explain because I just go red wine. Got come outside of that, Tori. Got to pick it apart. Come on, that's the same as people just go. It tastes like beer. It doesn't just taste like wine. What does it taste like? Ooh. It's really dry. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting a bit of wood. Forest, forest. To... Can you get forest floor in the flavouring? Uh, We're looking at our notes. Yeah, yeah. That is that is yeah. literally the tasting notes. All that stuff. I that think I I'm getting a bit of that mossiness. Jammy, jammy strawberry, bit of mossiness, bit of wood. That's what I'm getting. Have we got actual tasting notes for this bad boy? Hmm. Does it sound I bad? I don't know. Are they on the back of the... Cassis? And black cherry. So yeah, so yeah. I didn't know how if you, is it cassis or cassis because I was just calling it cassis. Cassis, which is basically black 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 currant. So I was getting blackberry. So yeah, similar. Black cherry. Yeah. yeah. Complemented by hints of coffee and dark chocolate. I'm not getting either of those. So that was the thing. Is like when researching, like you could get you could get coffee, you could get bits, but it didn't. It wasn't across the board for. A lot yeah. of them is very specific to. Yeah. It's like if you have this grape and it's <laughs> and it's uh in a warm climate, you will get this note. So I just I didn't bother including it because I thought it's not it's not when that sort of like majority yeah. rules across of across them all. I mean, maybe very light roast coffee only because I'm looking for it, like a blonde roast coffee. I'd go more fruity, woody, mossy. Definitely woody. I can almost get a bit tobacco on it. Yeah. Yeah, I can, um, I can hear that. It's like, I think when I think of like those tasting notes, though, I think of like old men because it's like leather. That's the same <laughs> with a an aged beer. You're going to get those notes in like an aged imperial stout, 
um, you're going to get them in a barley wine because that's the way that the malt shifts. My dad's a big red wine drinker. Yeah. So I think like I just associate all those with like just my dad. And this is the thing with, with <laughs> alcoholic beverages. They they evoke different <laughs> scenarios and memories in people. I mean, the thing is as well, like with food pairing, like food pairing wise, they do kind of suggest you do it. I mean, like with anything, you can pair it. You can kind of pair with anything you want, but like the, the theme that kept coming up was duck, lamb, and steak. So the the general rule was like red wines, red, red meats. meats. Um, but then I did see things that were like totally out, like you could do a chicken if it was done in this way, and, okay. and it was like, oh, okay. But the the majority rule was sort of red wine, red meat. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and then various cheeses. <laughs> like there's a, any wine. I feel like cheese and wine safe bet no matter what. So yeah, that is um that is a red wine. Cool. Right. So we see we've just done red wine. Um, it was natural to do red wine first. Um, and I know everyone's probably like, get into the beers already. And you're like, let's get, I'm into, like, the let's get into the beers. But before we do no, that, she won't let me. I think we've got to do this rose. I mean, it's called a white Zinfandel, but I mean it is a rose. <laughs> it's a rose um from Blossom Hill, which is I've had it before. It's, it's all right. Shall I pour while you... Do you want to pour? Yeah, so the reason like, we kind of did the red wine first and then the rosé is because in the research I found that like rosé is kind of like red wine light. Um, the top rosé grape varieties, it's Grenache, Sangiovese. Again, Shiraz is used, or Shiraz. Uh, Pinot Noir is used again. Um, and then there's like a few others that are... There's like various like French ones as well that seem to be the most common ones as well there. Um, so as I said, the difference between red wine and rosé, according to a masterclass, so if masterclass right. says it, it must be true. Um, rosé uses red wine grapes and is produced similarly, but has a reduced time fermenting with grape skins, which gives it a lighter hue. And the flavour is a bit lighter as well um, because of the reduced contact compared to red wine. So effectively... Um, I mean, in terms of the tasting notes, you're going to have like majority is going to be the same more or less with the red wine in, okay. in those. But I think it's a bit more from what I understand is similar, but a bit more sort of turned down a little bit. Right. Um, but the addition of that, I mean, you're going to get more delicate flavors in there as well. Like, There's going to be more floral notes like you're going to get violet or rose in there. Um, some additional fruity elements like you might get orange rind, cranberry, fig. Um, there's some sweeter elements like candied fruit or fruit cake, and then there's the additional spice of anise, and it can be a bit more farmyard than maybe Ooh. the red wine was. Um, and interesting, I found that there was also noted as roasted pepper. Well, that's quite oh, interesting. That is interesting. <laughs> interesting, yeah. Um, and I just think overall it's a bit more acidic than red wine. Apparently, I don't know. This is just what I found out there on the interwebs, but. I'm sure there's going to be a small yay that's going to be like, that's not true, but that's just what I found. Um, and when it's overripe, it can be a bit more jammy and herbaceous. I just like the word herbaceous. So like a bit I, thought herbaceous I, had to I had to mention that because I like the word herbaceous. So um, again, similar smells, but there's, there's going to be, it's going to be a bit lighter and um, yeah, there's just a bit more earthiness to it. And I think you will probably maybe get more of the moss, forest leaves, flint, Okay. something that you can pick up a bit more in this than yeah. the red wine um and then just the more like you know thyme anise floral notes and then the food pairings really it's just it sort of crosses the boundaries between red and so white you can drink, wines you can drink it rose over then anything 
I mean, technically, you kind of drink any of them with it, but it seemed like rose was a bit more crossing the line stuff that you would have with white wines. Yeah, you could have with a rose if made in the right way. Similar, like it's not just as like like you wouldn't be like oh pink wine pink mint. Oh, I, it is like that middle ground you know right I mean? yeah. <laughs> I yeah i thought that was a weird way to say it but it's just <laughs> the first thing that popped into my head but yeah let's see i think it does say that it, it is it's quite frequently paired with like seafood vegetables quite light, and grilled, grilled meats but again i want to preface this again like i am not an expert i'm not a sommelier I don't know that much about wine myself. It's just what I've been found in on the Googles. So that's where you can just. But I have been looking at. You like, I so. have been looking at like across a spectrum of sites that are yeah reliable sites. Yes. I didn't just pull up like uh, yeah yodude.com or something like that. <laughs> Winebro.com or something. <laughs> this is more to me more earthy, like more mossy. I'm getting oh, definitely more mossy. I get like. lots more floral, so I'm getting like rose and lily. I'm getting more delicate fruits, I'm getting more floral, and I'm getting more mossiness in the smell. I get strawberries, sweet strawberries. Yeah, it's just yeah, a, bit of, of, it's a sweeter. Yeah, and a bit of spiciness. I don't think the alcohol is as in your face. No, but I do think like the undertones in this yeah. reflect more of a red wine, Yes, but it is sweeter. Yes, I would agree with that. Well, I, get, I do get a bit of spiciness in that. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot sweeter. And it is overall sweeter. That's a lot sweeter. Yeah. So I don't mind that. But it's still quite dry. And I actually don't think this is yeah, quite dry acidic. Finish. So no. Whether or not that comment about it being more acidic than red wine, like there may be a touch of acidity, but I think that's probably balancing out the sweetness. Mm. It's very floral. Oh, I just got a lot of strawberry. Strawberry. Massive hit of strawberry, which I love strawberries. So strawberry chew it. <laughs> For me, it tastes like when you have prosecco. And you put strawberries in your prosecco, and you okay, just sort yeah, of let yeah. the. It's when you put the strawberries in the prosecco, let it sit there, and then you pick the strawberry yeah. out and eat it. So it's a bit of like yeah. a boozy strawberry. I might be getting a little bit of um, what am I looking for? Not elderflower, hibiscus. I can see that. Yeah. I'm getting a bit of hibiscus from it. Yeah, I can definitely get that last yeah. bit. Strawberry. I think fruit wise, it's not so much cherry. Yeah, it's it's definitely strawberry. More straight strawberry. Yeah. And floral. floral. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Agreed. So, all right. This is the moment you're waiting for. Yay. Let's get, Let's get to some beers. I've got my the podcast bottle opener. I've got a women's brew. <laughs> I just love the fact that I get the podcast. That this is, to be fair, I did specifically say, yeah. Can I please have a podcast? Because I thought yeah. it'd be really funny. Yeah. So, my lovely husband tried <laughs> to get us <laughs> bottle openers that said a women's brew, the podcast. And the person that he got to make them didn't understand that and just made us a women's brew. The, the podcast, podcast. <laughs> but i actually think you think it's I hilarious like it better. i think it's hilarious he I'm keeps like, telling me that he's like i'm gonna get you a set where they're, they're proper and i was like this is proper it's hilarious. i love it i think she it thinks it's amazing at, like i it showed up and i was like Frick, this is the podcast and he was like what yeah. like i don't understand and i was like don't worry i got this um so yeah the first one we're gonna have um we are gonna have nearby to me dolphin brewery it's a red grape sour called alto now i will preface this with this is past its bbe but it's a sour but it's a sour and also to be fair i bought it and saved it specifically because i wanted to have it with you yeah because this one and another one that we've already had in the white wine episode um were the last 
of what was there and I couldn't get you another bottle so, <laughs> so she saved it that's so nice, I did save it? it unfortunately it's past the BB but I'm sure it probably fine. tastes fine, It'll be fine. Um, and, and the reason we picked as I said it's a red grape sour grape so I was just curious to know how similar to a red wine it would be if it would be something that someone that's into red wine would appreciate so I'll let you have the honour of cracking Let's it open let see <laughs> doesn't necessarily smell like red wine but that doesn't mean anything oh the color is lovely might, but the thing is it might be more like a rosé yeah so i mean this whole thing is we're going to find out if they're even similar to a rosé it might not be glass isn't too dirty no, it's not that's good it's because we've had wine in it already i mean the wine cleared it there's going to be sediment in this so oh yeah oh there is oh it's because i straightened it i should have kept it if anyone's can be trusted to to fix it though it's you <laughs> I feel like if it were me, I'd panic and actually be like, let's dump it. Vicky, <laughs> you're so careful. So what you do is, so I'm going to tell everyone what I was doing so you know, right? So if you've got sediment in the bottom of your bottle, can't quite see it. Um, when you're pouring from a glass bottle, you can't do this from a can. As it's coming out, you can actually see the sediment and you can see the yeast because there's like a, it's got like a little bit of a swirl, like there's stuff in it. So as you're pouring, as you start to get to the bottom, you will see... It in the beer so you just then you just stop pouring Ta-da! i would have gone into panic mode that's a top cicerone certified beer server tip <laughs> for you and also don't pour and then straighten it back up because then the sediment's going to go into it like i did <laughs> that's, that's i think that's a mistake people make though because yeah. they think if i just pour it slow enough yeah then it's fine which is exactly why um in belgium you'll see the lambic baskets because they sit the bottle on a tilt so that it keeps the yeast and sediment in the bottom and you're just pouring the beer off of it lambic baskets fun times so it looks like a dark it looks it looks like a slightly a dark darker rose. than a rose it looks yeah. like a darker spectrum rose but it's lighter than a but lighter than a red one yeah it's got you can't see through it it's quite it is quite yours has got case. quite a nice white foamy head on it mine's gone but that's because i've got rubbish glass I mean, my glass isn't exactly the best. I'm drinking out of a... This is... I will just preface this by saying, like, this is not my most feminist glass. I didn't buy this for myself. <laughs> I really respect my my in-laws and, and their ability to be like, please stop breaking glasses. Here you go. Uh, but it does have, like, perfume and purses and shoes and necklaces on it. <laughs> and it's a wine glass. So not my most feminist positive uh, glass, but... It's fine. It's got quite a light aroma. I do get like quite light sweet fruit. Yeah, to be fair. I'm, I'm not so much of... like heavy strawberry, but I almost get a bit of melon. I'm getting a bit of strawberry. I get strawberry, but I, I it's almost more delicate than yeah, like, yeah, than the rose that we just had strawberry. I would say like already from the aroma, this definitely leans more towards the rose spectrum yeah. than the red yeah. wine. Which I thought red grape that could be yeah. sort of anything. But... I think I'm getting a bit of that mossiness. I'm getting a bit like floral elements to it. Yeah. Like that hibiscus note that you're yes. saying. Yes. Herbaceous. Right. Cheers. Going in. We can do that now because we're frozen. Oh, it's very carbonated. It has got that dryness like the red wine. You get blackcurrant in it. Yeah. Or blackberry. Like, I the reason I think blackcurrant is it's like it's when I go <laughs> I go to this place that does snake bites and I have to get a snake bite. Is that element of blackcurrant in it? And it and it's always super like acidic like carbonated acidic like nature to it as well oh, because see, it's like you're getting that because yeah. it's like the cider and the beer and it's like yeah yeah 
yeah, but it's yeah. not it's not like a snake bite because it's not that full well-rounded no, flavor, but, but it's that black bit, so it's that it's that cidery mm, um like acidity yeah. that's in there with the fruitiness i'm getting a bit up uh, to me it's playing out as um bramble black i can currant, see that more than blackberry black currant but they're very i think they're very similar flavors so it depends on you pick those up well, i think it's probably also like what you're associated it with it's like my association of this right. it's landing in the same right. way as a snake bite like a proper snake bite not what the u.s tries to pass off as a snake it's bite. nice though it's nice what abv is this let's have a look uh, good question 5.6 okay and it says it's lightly carbonated grape sour that has a wine-like character primarily as a result of the conditioning on red grapes um so the beer would have been made and then it would have been put onto the grapes in the fermenter secondary additions of black currants and blueberries oh i do get the blueberry actually there you go and layers of fruitiness that will awaken your taste buds with grape tannins providing a perception of dryness yet yeah. uh that'll leave you eager for another sip i do get like Go-to. blueberries but blueberries when they are that perfect amount of ripeness that you really get like the sweetness in there yeah like not when they're on like a lot of times you can get blueberries and they're not sweet enough maybe they're a bit underripe or yeah um but this is like really fully mm. I do get full blueberries in that. This is lovely. I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I think if you liked, I think if you liked a rosé, you would definitely enjoy this. It's very I definitely. Would say. Obviously, it's more carbonated. So if you're not much for carbonation, then that's. I would kind of say if you thing. like cider, if you like cider, or if you like a sparkling, sparkling, um, sparkling rosé, sparkling rosé, then this is this. You wouldn't. If we put this in front of you and we just told you it was a sparkling rosé, you would believe this. <laughs> would actually yeah. i think if you gave this to me and you didn't if you told me it was either a cider or a sparkling rosé or you told me it was a like a rosé cocktail of such yeah i'd believe that more than i think maybe i wouldn't automatically go beer no it's got a really nice dry finish actually yeah i mean like i said even though it's past like bbe like it still tastes really lovely so it was just developed because obviously they've got that um bit of uh it's got lactobacillus in it so that will just continue to do things i do think i mean i do think you can you can definitely taste the beer element to it yeah but i think it's not it's not difficult to suspend your belief that it's not a beer that if somebody told you that and you had no idea and you didn't see the bottle i don't i think you'd be like oh interesting but knowing what it is yeah i can definitely taste the beer element and it's really nice i feel like in the sun Yes, this would be a really good. You get like one. a heat lamp in here or yeah. something like that, and then pretend we're in the sun, and I think it would be beautiful. Yeah. I really hope they make more of these in future. Yeah, because it's Dolphin are really a nice. nice like up and coming brewery. I've enjoyed. I've not had a lot of theirs. They're my, They are they your way? They are. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to eat. They are indeed, and I got these before they had um, stopped brewing for a bit because they. I think they got new kit. So they had stopped their brewing so they could get the new kit yep. in and they could get it all settled before they started brewing again. Yep. Saying that I have just picked up the other day, I think a ginger sour from them. Because uh, I thought it would be interesting. I yeah. like when I see something that's like a sour, like especially sours, because yeah. you can do so many interesting things with sours and have them something that you might not normally like, but when it's in a sour, the way it's balanced out yeah. can land like really good. So yeah. anytime I see something that's like something interesting, it's a sour, I usually go for it and I don't know, I just happened to be at the Hive and I saw, oh, cool, there's a new dolphin. I'll pick that up and, oh, it's ginger. Okay, cool. That nice. would be interesting. So, yeah. I've definitely um, developed my enjoyment of ginger as a flavour because I never used to really like it, but 
I do enjoy it more now than I used to. I, say, like, I mean, I still have times where if it's a too harsh of a ginger, yeah, 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 I can't do it. Yeah, has to be like it can't be like um, for lack of a better way, an aggressive ginger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think sometimes it can when it's too almost too spicy, I guess. Yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, I like when it's nice and balanced. Finish that dolphin. That was really nice. I wish there was more it's of it. It was just like a three thirty mil yeah. bottle. And I really wish I was like, I really wish it was like, really it was like a, at least a three seventy five yeah. or like a five hundred mil. That was like yeah. easy peasy. That would go That's down good so in. good. Next one we're gonna have is Blood Eagle from Holy Goat Brewing, and that is a barrel aged Flanders Red with plums. Oh, with plums. with plums. I like the artwork on it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, let's have a let's have a look at this. Uh, I think um, so. I just so as I said, we're in Sheffield. Um, we just came from Hot Pie Out, which is brilliant. If you are in Sheffield, check it out. It's in the Commune. We are staying literally like across the road, right across the road from it, which is great. Um, yeah, we saw saw Jules. That we was, did. She's fucking great. Hi, like, Jules. Um, so amazing selection of beer as well. So. I mean, I just picked up, speaking of the Flanders Red, I just picked yeah. up Abbey Dale's Chapter 7 Sheffield Red. <sighs> I saw it because of the label. I'm so jealous that you picked it up. Because I love it. If you're watching it was there before, the I video, I thought you'd already seen it because you had saw the fridges first. No, I've missed it because I was specifically looking for it. It's okay because I'm going to go to Beer Central without you tomorrow while you're working and I mean, I'm going to go buy it from there. A bit rude, but okay. But, but let me know what you, you want and I'll buy you some stuff. Thank you. That's very kind of you. But yeah, you had gone through the fridges already. I, know, so I just missed it. it. There's a barrel aged sour, and this is also it says, um, you know, began as one of the first brews ever inspired by Flanders Red Style. So I thought, oh, I'm gonna pick that one up. Cool label. Should I tell style. you a little bit about Flanders Red? I think you should, and why? Because yes. I know a lot of people associate Flanders Red. I the Duchess with you. My first yep. time ever having it, my first and only yep. so far time having the Duchess. And it went really well. It once. Only had it the once. Oh. Um, but why do people say that it's so closely aligns um, with red wine palettes so it is described i've put my pulled out pulled out my phone pulled out the um the old bjcp app um although my app is still only on 2015 not to 2021 Ooh. um ones but they're basically the same. this is like heavy tobacco yeah so flanders red um, is obviously it's belgian beer is a sour, fruity, red wine-like Belgian-style ale. So it's, um, they say it's like a red wine because it's got a, tr- a dry finish and tannin complexity. So we talked about tannins in the white wine episode. Um, that's that kind of astringency. And that is in this beer as well. Um, it's also got a lot of fruitiness to it. And it is soured with Aceobacter. So that will give you a vinegar like sour note but it shouldn't be like it shouldn't taste like vinegar um what instead yeah but what you'll get instead is balsamic vinegar so you're going to get like that sweetness and that touch of vinegary sourness but it's not going to be like you are drinking vinegar um but that is what gives it um what people think of it as similar to wine because it's got all those complex notes in it also they are aged in oak fooders um so rather than it being like a barrel a fooder is like taller and they are putting these specifically because aceobacter likes that shape to ferment in rather than being on its side they are kind of straight up rather than laying 
horizontally and in particular azeobacter likes to develop in that direction <laughs> so it's picky society weird man so picky bacteria it likes to work that direction rather than then uh, so up like a upright shaped vessel rather than on its side vessel um but yeah it's got those notes it's literally so i do get the vinegary i get heavy tobacco yeah i get plums there's wood in this as well. I get wood, I get spicy. Get like, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. All the things that we said about with red wine is going to be in 100%. This. Like, I think this actually has more of some of those, like, um, bits bit that of... I usually associate with red wine than that red wine had. <laughs> yeah, like mossy, maybe a bit of green pepper. It's so weird, isn't Definitely it? But then there tobacco. is, like, in the very subtle, way in the background, like, if you were at a concert, this would be, like, way in the nosebleeds. You get like a little bit of sweetness of fruit, but I think it is more yeah. like plums, but, and it is more like dark fruits than yeah. it is like a like the sweeter, brighter fruit. And so this is a blend as well. It's not straight. It's Flanders red and a British stock ale. So a stock ale is basically it's an ale that's been left to age. Um, so it's a blend of those. Plus it was then aged on plums. So pretty complex holy goat are just creating some absolute bangers i think yes the beer was then blended 70 30 with two-year-old amber sour beer aged rye whiskey barrels oh yes yeah, i'm getting those barrels yeah not so much the actual like whiskey i always get a bit no, of ginger though yeah 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 spiciness definitely getting and that I, I get a very oak. i'm getting the oak wood i get a very very light floral like very subtly floral note in mine as well yeah which is in- it's just interesting to see like tobacco and you know spicy and you know those notes and then also have that tiny bit of like sweetness and floral in there yeah its color isn't as red it's more it's kind of a ready amber more than the red wine and the others were i'm, I'm, taste, I'm gonna taste it because she's taking too long so i'm gonna taste sorry it. i'm trying to see if there's anything else the plums were smoked so that might add some because yeah. i was gonna say like i wouldn't say it's definitely sm- I, I wasn't gonna say Smoky came into my mind, but I was like, but it's not overly it's smoky, smoky. But it says right here, um, subtle smoke from it because yeah. the plums were smoked. So while we're talking about smoked plums, then um three hills has just put out a smoked mm. plum is it baltic porter yeah oh, should have gotten that because I was at hot pie. I, I got that one. one. Oh Joe, you didn't tell me about Yes, I that did. One. I was just like, here's you this one, not. and you, you were did not. not. I was too busy picking out my Flanders she wasn't red. Paying attention because she was buying that one, and I bought the other. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if there's that is available if you can't get this one. Three hills of Devon. Holy this goat, is, makes such really good. This is really it's very smoky. Is this? It's very smoky. I do get the vinegariness towards the back end. ABV six point six six. Doesn't yeah? I love it. I love it, it doesn't yeah. I was gonna say it's it doesn't taste no. like it's it's fairly light tasting in terms of ABV. And considering, it doesn't taste particularly high. Considering its complexity, you could session that. This is, I will say, this is one of the more complex beers that I've that I've had. Like, I feel like there is a lot going yeah. on to take oh. in, in terms of aroma and taste. And it's got rye in it, so that's going to add some spiciness as well. So many things going on. It's lovely. I do, I feel like the smoke, the funkiness, there's funkiness to it, sour, vinegary. It's not massively sour, but there is like this um, with the funkiness kind of hand yeah. in hand with the funkiness is a bit of like sour element to yeah. it. Um, but I think also that kind of it's also next to like all the flavours that kind of go together that are coming through at the same time for me. 
like funky sour vinegar those yeah. three together are quite it's hard to separate one from the other it's similar it's how beautiful. when you have something that's really carbonated it can also come across like quite dry and it's really hard to separate like what the dry from the carbonation yeah that's kind of how I feel about those three flavors together it's really lovely it's it's just very interesting like and really, I think really interesting if you're a red wine drinker I think you would drink it and go yeah that's all right um I think you would still say it's a beer though tobacco in the taste as well i think it's the yeah. the smokiness you also get yeah, that's the tobacco with it i think a red wine drinker would recognize flavors and notes in that but it is still a beer so you, you could turn them on to potentially if they enjoy those sorts of flavors you could turn them on to sour beers with this but yeah i think a diehard red wine drinker is going to be like nah. <laughs> I think I agree but then I also think like if you're if you have somebody that's a red wine drinker that also really likes beer yeah this is this is complex beer yeah. not like yeah, oh no, I drink yeah. you know a Foster's and a Carling at the weekend right. something like right somebody that's in the yeah. craft beer space yeah. but also has a real appreciation for yeah they'd really enjoy this. wine like I yeah do you 100% think that somebody like that would really enjoy the complexities yeah. of this and would be able, like you said, would be able to pick those out. And like you said, you could give it to a red wine drinker who would be like, yeah, I notice those things. You and might, depending on the drinker and the type of red wine they like, yeah. they may like it more or less. Yeah. Um, I think they'd appreciate it. Yeah. And they could understand the similarities yeah. there. I think but, this, this beer would get, uh, would hook a red wine drinker in more than, you know, giving them an older but i also think like likewise i don't think this beer is necessarily for every beer drinker oh no definitely not like you, you, and you're not going to be like you're not going to grab your lager drinker and be like have this you're not going to you are not going to convert them to craft beer with this um unless they are particularly into funky flavors like it's yeah it's interesting it's something you've got to build up to i've just been really loving holy goat like their beers are amazing they are and they I always don't, do such like interesting. I don't beers. use this word lightly because I don't really like Ooh, it. But what are you gonna say? They are creating bangers. <laughs> I don't really use the word banger, but I think these, they are making bangers. Oh, that's not even just the beer talk. We're only on beer number two, right? <laughs> I am. I think they do. I do. Honestly, they are really good. And they, I'm like I said, they all. I feel like they always have something creative and interesting. Yes. I see it and I go, "That's interesting." Yeah. I can't wait to find out what that's going to taste like. I know it's going to be quite high quality because I feel like they do produce like very high quality beers. So I'm reading the label and it says drink young or age. This will get weirder. <laughs> I, I want to buy it. another one now, though. So I've got one. Shall we shall we lay it down? Should we have another? We can have a follow up session. Yeah. Age it. We'll have a follow up session yeah. where we pair it with cheese. Finish it. Love it. Yeah. Verdict on this one. Too if big you, thumbs I up. I think it's definitely too big thumbs up if you are interested in similar like tasting notes of wine, yeah. you want to pair it. I think like this would be something that I would probably pair similarly with maybe something I have, depending on what it was, I'd maybe be able to pair that with food that's similar to oh, what I pair red wine with. Because it's got and so because it's got that um stock ale in it with crystal and amber, that <laughs> caramel notes in it. That is going to bring out like the caramelization on a roasted meat. Perfect. This is when you say like crystal and amber, it just sounds like two people's names. <laughs> like, oh, with crystal and amber, good old crystal and amber. But yeah, I think brilliant. Love it. 
Perfect. I want to buy another one. Holy goat. Two thumbs up. Drink him. Complex. <laughs> While Joe is opening up the whiny beast. Uh, with a spoon. With a spoon. Because we don't forgot because we, forgot, a... we forgot the... Oh, again. Us, neither of us brought a butter knife. I In didn't a... even think of it. Because I didn't I have did. wax I thought guns. of it. I thought of it last night as I was going to bed. And I was like, you need to put a butter knife mm. in. Did I? No, she did not. Um, but yeah, Sorry. when we were at Hop Hideout, um, I got another one, which was the Sour Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Stones. Um, that is Emperor's Steel City and Lost Industries. And the reason I thought it was relevant to share now is because it's a sour, but it does say, uh, <laughs> I like this, the beer was, so I'll read the whole thing out. Please. It says, Episode 2, Attack of the Stones, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, no, wait, it was a few months ago in Sheffield. <laughs> Three brewers came together to make crazy things happen. The stout reserves exhausted. The stout reserves exhausted. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. It's difficult to read because it's basically written like Star Wars. Oh, so you got- <laughs> um, their stout reserves exhausted. That or they ran out of names. <laughs> they turned to the sour side. The beer was then sealed in carbonite. Sorry, a Bordeaux wine, uh, red wine barrel Ooh. with cherries. So I've picked this one, obviously, um, because, yeah, I thought Bordeaux red wine barrels, cherries, that's like perfect. Obviously, we're not going to open this now. I'm going to save it for Star Wars Day. So, uh, But I do oh, like I that on the back, it says, <laughs> best before the planet explodes. Yes! <laughs> that's amazing. That is pretty great. I'm excited to try this, especially now after doing this episode and having yeah. a better understanding of like yeah. the technicalities of what I'm supposed to that's look really out for. Idea. So, yeah. If you want to know how to get into a wax seal bottle, there is a uh, video about it on my YouTube channel. This is the Winey Beast Blended Wine Barrel Stout from Wild Beer Co. And the alcohol percentage on this is 10.5%. And Joe's just given me basically Sorry. what I have for an actual wine. Okay. <laughs> um, Winey Beast. Look at the legs on it. Ooh, it smells so like, it smells chocolatey. It does smell chocolatey. But I'm also getting a bit of that red wine. I'm getting the red wine. The red wine for me. So I think if I'm rating it based on visuals of the bottle. Yeah. I'm like 10 out of 10. I'm there. I can see it. Yeah. It's got the red wax seal on it. It's just a very like luxurious looking bottle. Pouring it. Yeah. It did feel like there were some red highlights coming out. A bit like deep red highlights coming out of it. Yeah. It looked like it until it finished pouring and you had that like um beige there's mocha nice, almost mocha nice colored head on it head on it look at the legs and it's very dark yeah that is so I'm much in this glass yeah i can't even get it in this glass which isn't great so someone actually asked me a question about legs the other day <laughs> because i'm i'm doing a beer word of the week and i did esters and someone was like is that what causes legs no so you see where this is clinging to the glass if i turn it like this if you're watching the video you tilt it and pull it back down and then you can see like a what? film left on the glass and that's actually the alcohol in the beverage so actually they, it, it's in wine as well so if you swirl your glass of wine yeah. which i guess we probably should have when i was doing well when i was doing it i was tilting it to the side so if you watch the video you'll see me see me tilting it and pulling it back to see the legs appear so so with that, wine, when you've you got a do. high alcohol yeah when you've got a high alcohol beverage you can tilt it and you can see the legs and that means it's got a lot of alcohol in it basically and so that's the way like with wine when you do the swirly and you see it yeah. how quick or Leaves slow film, it yeah. moves down or how long it lasts on there and moves yeah. down i think in terms of smell i get a lot of like rich cacao 
Yeah, I would say not even like a light chocolate, like a full no, yeah. rich cacao nib. But like you said, those elements of the red wine, I feel like they are very subtle in the undertones. It's of it. not. It's it's what I always think of as the tannins, but it's not tannins, is it? It's the oakiness, the woodiness, the probably probably the forest floorness. I want to say like I want to say smoky, but it's not really like no, smoky. Yeah. It's like the wood. Is it the wood and the leather? It's maybe the wood and the leather, but it's how like the wood and the leather tobacco would be more like yeah. if it was like that that level of smokiness, yeah. not an actual like when we talk about smoked beer. Yeah. It's not like that. No, it's not like a smoked beer, right? Oh, it's just so nice to smell, isn't it? Yeah, it smells lovely. Right, I'm going in. That does not taste like ten percent. It doesn't taste like a stout. Like it doesn't taste like what I was expecting in in stout terms either. It does taste quite rich. It's rich. I think you could give that from first sip. Now this might change as we're drinking it. From first sip, I would feel like you could give that to a red wine drinker. Oh, definitely. And they would be like, especially if if it was a chocolate red wine. Yeah. I feel like you could give that to them, and they'd be like, "Yeah, actually, I'm on board with this." Yeah, very much so. I'm actually getting some roast. I'm getting coffee and roastiness in this. Yeah, there's coffee but and not, roastiness in this. It's not so overt. Yeah, it's not aggressive. It's a nice, it's a nice compliment. And more so for me, it's coming through more so in the aftertaste than it yep. is yep. immediately in the taste. Yeah. And so the, the label says um, the big chocolate character is balanced by California Cabernet Sauvignon acidity fermented in fuda. So that again, fuda, that's the tall ones rather than barrels. And that's in... So rather than it being laid on its side, it's kind of straight up and down. Um, and it's aged in red wine barrels. So it was in fooder, it was fermented in fooder, and then it was it was aged in red wine barrels. So those barrels are gonna have some of the red wine soaked into the staves. And the beer, when it's aging, it gets pushed in and out of the wood, just naturally gets soaked in and then pushed back out again. And so it's gonna soak up some of that red wine. It's gonna soak up the um the chemicals that are in the wood so you know good chemicals like um you're gonna get vanilla you're gonna get the oakiness uh sometimes when it's left long enough you can get coconut as well i do get vanilla like i do get very lightly vanilla yeah and i think it is states. it's the same vanilla you do get mm-hmm. from w- wood mm-hmm. effectively um but it's interesting because obviously vanilla tends to get quite lost but i do find when you have that more woody element yes it can stick out a lot more. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's big, still rich, relatively dry. There's a big chocolate character balanced yeah. by California Cabernet Sauvignon acidity, fermented in food and aged in red wine barrels. We blended one and 2.5 year old beers to make this remarkably complex imperial stout. That's something that I really like about Wild Beer Co. is they've got their barrel library. And so oh, they take... Interesting, their stuff is. Yeah. And so they take from different barrels and blend them together to make what the final character that they really want. I do like so that they always do like really funky. They do like when I say funky, I don't mean like oh interesting. Inter- well, yeah. like as in like like genuine like funky bits. Actual, <laughs> actual funky. Like Brett and Lomacy beers, like yeah. those ones. Yeah. Um, and it's always really interesting stuff. But honestly, the I thought maybe my opinion would change as I drink it, but like, no, I genuinely think yep. this is a stout that you could give someone that doesn't normally drink stouts, mm-hmm. but does drink red wine. And I really think that they actually could appreciate it. Yeah. Differently to that, like Flanders Red, where yeah. they go, oh, I, I can understand the similarities. I don't like that. This, I think there's maybe less similarities in terms of like the picking out of individual flavours. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think the best way to phrase it, but less. Yeah, yeah. I got this, 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 and this, but yeah. just the blend of it as a whole. Yeah, definitely. And they could, and I think people would actually genuinely be like, yeah, yeah, I quite like that. And I think the mouth feel on this is more like a red wine, yeah. whereas the Flanders Red was a bit thinner. Like not in any detriment to the beer, just the style in particular is lighter than you know a big old fat imperial stout, and there's less carbonation in this one. But I think if which you're is looking, going to be reminiscent of a wine. If you're looking for like. If you're getting a stout, an imperial stout, and you're yeah. like, oh, I want like a thick boy with like three C's in it. Like, this is not. It's still not that. Yeah, it's not like, a, it's not chewy. It's not going to be that thick boy. No. But there is like it's a really body. substantial body yeah. to it. Um, so. I can easily. We are in. <laughs> so as we have said, we are in a hotel. And we got our little we mini business class we so that we could get the green and blacks. <laughs> we got a green and blacks. Bit of chocolate here. It's a milk chocolate. We're super fortunate. Um, 37% cocoa, so probably a dark chocolate would be better with this, but we're going to try this beer with the chocolate as well. Because, you know... We did this on the fly. Why not? <laughs> why not? Right. It's like aftertaste. It's really tiny. It's got tiny little... It's loads of got tiny little... Oh, I love it. Tiny little squares. Oh, so I would probably pair a dark bit, a dark chocolate with this more than a white... Than a, I'd probably milk. pair a dark chocolate with this more than a milk, but it's what we've got, so let's give it a go. How would you do it? Like, would you take a sip first? Right. Would you eat this first? Put the, put the chocolate in your mouth, start chewing it, let it kind of melt on your tongue, but don't swallow it. That's really an then drink instruction. Then wash it away with the beer. I can't help but I want to eat it. It tastes really nice. Ooh. Ooh. I'm struggling with your suck on it and not eat it. Just drink your beer. Mm. I think maybe I'm just not sophisticated enough because for me, I still distinctly like they 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 match together well. Yeah, but for me, it's still very distinctly like there's milk chocolate in my mouth and I just took a sip of. of yeah, beer. but I think the chocolate is dulling down the chocolate in the beer. Mm. You're getting more of the red wine notes out of it. More of the red wine notes yeah. out of it, and a little bit more of the acidity, and um, because where that chocolate note has balanced uh, and has. Um, has complemented it's kind of crossed each other out so then you're getting the other notes of the beer through i mean i do think that the more i drink the more it tastes like red wine yeah this is this is insane <laughs> because it's a stout but it's not a mm. stout is it it is but it's i honestly think i could give i could share this with my dad who would would not touch like he has tried to try like mm. he's tried beer He's just not a beer drinker. He's like a whiskey guy, um, a rum guy, like yeah, wine. Like that's his thing. Is that um, I'm trying to think like like this. captains and coke? Like that's the kind of stuff yeah. that he drinks. And I really think that if I gave him this, and I didn't even tell him, he loves a Malbec. Um, I really think if I gave him he this, he would be like, mm-hmm. if I didn't tell him it was a stout, this is probably the first one that I think. If you put this in front of me in a wine glass like this, if I was blindfolded, because when I look at it... It's a bit it, dark. For but when I look at it, there's head, like the head on it, everything, like I would know it was a stout. I'd yeah. look at it and I'd go, that's probably a stout. Yeah. But if I was blindfolded and I tasted this, I would guess that it was a red wine. Yeah. <laughs> Over a stout. Yeah. Even it's in good. the smell. It's really good. Mm. Really easy to drink for 10.5%. Yeah. Dangerous. And yeah. the final bit. Final bit. Final bit. So, final bit. You're going to is... talk to us. About... Oh, yeah. So, this is Colourless <laughs> by Six Degrees North, and it is Celera number three. Um, so, I'm going to tell you a little bit about 
I so can Solera. I just preface this by I had no idea that like Solera was like a the thing. thing. I thought it was like the ice lollies. Like <laughs> Solero. Yeah. I was yes. like Solero. Yeah. And I, was I like, mean yeah, literally when I hear when I hear Solera, that's what I think. So on the can this says the Solera project continues with our with our Aberfeldy 18 year sherry butt being filled with inertia imperial stout. This was added to the base mix of triple and general classification from the previous batches, adding a greater balance of roasted malt and caramelized sugar, leading to muted sherry notes, spice, a slightly tart sharpness, and a tannin filled finish. So there's a lot. There's, there's a lot to unpack there. So I feel like a lot of those, like the 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 notes that you named on that, were similar. Yeah. To notes that I named going through red wine. Yeah. And um, sherry. So I think we need to talk about Solera Brewing. Um, so there's a lot. You, you, you do that. Um, so traditionally, Solera, the Solera process is used for sherry. So what happens is um, it is a method that's used in cell beer brewing. Um, and it is, you fill a single fermenter with the cell beer. And then every six to 12 months, you take a third or a half of the beer out and package it. And then, uh, oh, sometimes it says, I'm reading my notes as I do this, uh, it says it can be as much as 70% is taken out, and then you top it back up with more stuff. So um, there's no defined rule for how much people can take out. It's up to the brewer, obviously. Um, and then with sherry, it's a maximum of 35% that's taken out. Um, and apparently that's a legal requirement. Although 10 to 15% is more typical. And then other wine styles, um, it will define on the packaging what they've done. But this means that then there is a constant sour beer in that fermenter that can be topped up with various things. And the brewer can mix in different batches to see what happens. So where it says on this can, it was used, it was added to the base of the triple and the general classification. Those will be other beers that six degree north have had in that fermenter and they've gradually mixed different things which is really interesting this smells the most like red wine even more than whiny beast oh because i feel like the whiny beast had a layer of chocolate like at least it's initially, got chocolate, yeah, chocolate. had a layer of chocolate and like roastiness this doesn't even though this is a stout as well yeah like it doesn't have that say like this just smells straight up like red wine okay yeah it no it does it does um, and I feel like I don't need to elaborate all the individual no, sentences. Done that. This is literally taking it right back. Like, yeah. Do a. We've definitely got. Yeah, let's go. I think there's maybe on this one a slight, a, a slight bit more towards the end sweetness to it, actually, in comparison yeah. to this. But really take a half of that and then smell that. <laughs> take a half of that. <laughs> half in wine, like the adults we are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, there's a much more. There's more. I'm getting think, more fruit out of that one. I, yeah, but I do. But yeah, I'm getting the I'm getting the barrel. I'm in, like, whatever they put in, it in the glass when this was in the glass, yeah. it didn't have as much sweetness as it has yeah. like straight out the bottle. Yeah. And it, this is probably the one that smells the most. Yeah, anyone to see the label of it yeah. in case they're wondering. Um, yeah, I'm gonna think. Yeah, no, actually, this is still in, in date, but I don't think you can buy that anymore because I bought that. Did you buy it a while ago? Quite a while ago. Right. Um, but I've been 
age in it because stars guys you can't try this one i mean you might be able to <laughs> you might be, able really to. Sure. might be able to they might they might often places hold some back and then put them out depending on how they want to age it to be fair this is like number three so yeah I'm so there's probably just and because more. they've got this solaris if they've got a solaris system in place they may well be adding different things to it to try different things That's you can nice. add either fermented beer into that or wort so it depends on what they want whether they want to put the young beer in from the work like let directly in or and let that ferment with whatever else is in there or whether they want an already fermented beer and mix it in it depends on what they what they want to make apparently adding the word can add lots of trub if you've not heard us use that word before trub is like the yeast and solids proteins um hops possibly solids that are dropped out when beer is um is fermenting all of that kind of drops to the bottom and it's called trub really gross <laughs> i think like what i would say is like there's less i took a sip of it sorry i cheated um oh. so I was, um i think in the aroma there's less of the fruitiness like heavy fruitiness like the sweet Ooh. fruitiness in this as like you maybe had it from the bottle of that but there's more of the spices like the baking spices that are coming yes I'm definitely more cinnamon and more yeah. spice a bit nutmeg it. maybe nutmeg yeah i'm getting yeah i'm definitely a, getting more spice spice range for lack of a better way to describe it that's our fave i, I mean if you're just joining a woman's with a podcast and you haven't realized that we love get out you don't like pumpkin don't spice. get out just realize that we love a bit of pumpkin spice pumpkin spice pumpkin spice is the best spice range and if you don't agree with that you're wrong this is fine. really lovely and i think yeah i definitely think a, a red wine drinker would enjoy this but in terms of taste I think it smells more like wine than it tastes. Yeah. Like it tastes like wine, but I don't think it's interesting because I think the smell of winey beast. Yes. Smelled slightly like, like I would say in terms of ranking against red wine, red wine drinkers would like both. Yes. Craft beer drinkers, the right ones would like both. Yeah. Because it like with craft, it depends on what style you like. If you're a crossover, like. if you're, yeah. If you like a bit of everything, then that's fine. These are very particular types of beer. Like, mm-hmm. They, they're dark and they're funky and they've got a bit of acidity Lots and they've got a bit of fruitiness too. to it like if you if you like your hazy boys and you've you've not really um, if that's all you like and that's all you like and you've not really edged out of that yet you might not like these but try, try it. it and you might get into something new but i think it's interesting because like if i would i think the first one we had not so much so just to recap yes i think the dolphin brewery yeah it's great if you love like sparkling rosé um definitely but again like you're not gonna you're, you if you're told that it's sparkling rosé you might go oh okay that's fine yeah but if you know that it's a beer like if you're buying the beer yeah. bottle you're gonna definitely go yeah that's a beer yeah um what else do we have oh um flanders red yeah um You'll taste similar notes to red wine. It will be able to accomplish similar types of things a red wine drink might yeah. appreciate it. Will it pass as a red wine? Like, no. No. Probably not. Got... Maybe, maybe like a specific type Possibly. of red wine. I think, it's, it, I think it's a little bit too thin, a little bit too carbonated, a little bit too acidic. But they may a red wine a red wine drinker may appreciate it appreciate it yeah. we'll understand the connection yes. there is a connection yes. there more so maybe than the dolphin mm-hmm. um the whiny beast i think really it's between the whiny beast and the coalesce that's yeah the most wine like yes I because think so. even though they're stouts they still 
tastes more like wine. But I and do think one. if we're if we're ranking them next to each other, Winey Beast maybe tastes more like a red wine initially. Are we calling this? Smells. Is this a is this an imperial stout? Is that what we're calling Carolus? Uh it's a stout. Um yeah, so this yeah, so this is listed as an imperial stout. The more I'm drinking it though, the more I'm drinking it though, the more that it is I feel like this and Winey Beast are on par with each other, actually. Definitely. Where I'm getting initially, if I go off initial feedback, yeah, the Winey Beast initially smelled less like a stout but tasted more, and this smelled more but tasted less like a red wine. But now actually I think it evens out and I'm getting the roastiness and the chocolate notes out of the smell. And I think actually they are kind of even ground where they both have that same red wine quality and taste. I feel this one's got a little bit more bitterness to it and maybe a touch more acidity, but that's just what differentiates them. I I I think this might be my yeah. I think this might be my beer beer of the day. I don't know, I think Winey Beast might be mine. I think that's more I would say that it's a I mean I really like it, wine. but I actually really I really I think I like this the most. Maybe although do you know what we've just had really good beers today? Yeah, because the the, fun the holy goat was really good. All too. of them were really good. Yeah. Dolphin was really I don't think we had one today that I'd be like, yeah, it was fine. I think they were all really all good. of them were really good and I think good. they all have their time in the sun yeah literally dolphin if it was sunny out yeah that would be the pick yeah if I was having cheese and crackers and having like people around I'd go with the Flanders red yeah and then if I just wanted a really good red wine it would really be between Winey Beast and Colette Winey Beast like literally I think if someone was like I like red wine. What beer would you recommend? I think that takes the slight edge beast. for me because you're yeah. right. I think this is slightly more bitter and slightly more roasty. And it's in a little taste. bit. It's a touch thinner. Mm-hmm. Like no, no detriment to the beer. It's just a touch thinner, and I think wine beast is fine. But if we were looking, yeah. the thing is, if we're looking to compare it to a red wine, mm-hmm. I think the winey beast is has a, a very, very, very tiny minimal edge. Over and this. this has a touch more carbonation to it. Got lovely legs on it. If you're watching the video. But also, this is a 9.6. It doesn't drink a 9.6. It does not. And the no. one piece is a 10.5. And that does yeah. not drink like a 10.5. We've had a good <laughs> evening today, everybody. Yeah. We've had a lovely evening. All right. Should we go? Yeah, I think we're going to go finish. There's nothing else to say because I think if we wrap it up, yeah. really, I don't think I could pick a top one because no. they're, they're so. I think, I think our conclusion is there is beer that is comparable to wine if that's what you're So if you want for. to convince your friend or you want to get more into beer or you want to get more into wine yeah. or you want a substitute, yeah. a beer substitute for wine. I think there are options. There are definitely options. And I think this is the thing. Like There is so much there's really interesting wines. There's really interesting beers. Like Don't cut yourself off from trying different things and just giving it a go if it's if it's there and you've got the option to try it then give it a go and i genuinely don't think i could pick my top literally it all depends on the circumstance and what i want yeah because they were all really good they were i'm really, really enjoying good. this i mean really enjoying the six degree north because i think it's the last one i've got so we're gonna go it's finish good. these yep go out for dinner yeah have a nice evening yeah like the posh ladies we are with our red wine <laughs> and everything else um, yeah. We are distinguished ladies. <laughs> I, d- I don't think that's true. It's um, true. We're going to go do that. We're going to enjoy our night. Apparently and, that's true. Um, don't, don't tell us short. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll come back to you later as well with an episode on spirits and beers. So Ooh, yeah, because I, I, I think we can find some... Uh, spirits and beers and cheese and co- tasting. And cocktail. And cocktail. We've got some more... Um, so obviously we've done the white wine and, and sparkling wine we've done the red and rosé but yeah. we're going to come back to you with some more stuff that's more non-beer cocktail like non-beer spirits yeah. beer yeah stuff yeah <laughs> in um, my very um 
very great way of phrasing that, as I do. Well, if they want to talk to you about um, your beer selection that you found in Sheffield today, where can they find yeah. you? If you want to talk to me about my beer selection from Sheffield, or also the majority one. of this beer selection, because yeah, actually, actually, all of these were from you. Except the wine oh, beast. Oh, wine, the beast, wine beast, I grabbed the wine beast. Yeah, that's right. If you want to talk about the yeah. beer selection full stop, which is the majority of mine. Yeah, she had, she had um, a good one today. I did, I did really good. Yeah, she did really well. Come back. Yeah. Um, if you want to chat to me about all that, you can find me at adventures underscore in underscore optimism on Instagram. And I've got a link tree that goes to other things. But and you're on TikTok. She's got some good TikToks. It's not great. Right? It's not great. You can find them on my Instagram anyway. Sure. You can find them on my Instagram anyways. It's mostly dog stuff and the occasional <laughs> stupid beer one, but it's cool. Um, Joe, people want to talk to you about where they can learn about like fooders and all this interesting super science stuff. Yeah, if you want to come talk to me, um, I you can come and talk to me at a woman's brew. That's pretty much been taken over by the podcast, which is fine. There's um, going to be changes coming soon. Yeah, changes not coming. We keep maybe, saying this. Or maybe it is. There might now. be. We don't we know. know. There might be. <laughs> because we're doing this in advance we're having a bank session um so we so you can come to a woman's brew that is on facebook instagram and twitter um i'm also at my beer school love beer learning which is on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and pinterest we've got all the things going on um interestingly that if you would like to we've been like tasting these beers we've been smelling them we've been getting properly into them today and we did into the wine as well if you want to find out a bit more about that if you go to love beer learning you'll find in my links i now have a beer tasting mini course for free that you can take so uh, to up your beer tasting game so come and find that um or you can also come to my website lovebeerlearning.co.uk and you can email us lovebeerlearning at gmail.com we're currently taking emails for the podcast there so if there's anything behold it a woman's brewing the podcast if you're watching the video we've got our matching bottle openers there i will forever be the podcast you will <laughs> let us know what other episodes you want to see you can email us at lovebeerlearning at lovebeerlearning.gmail.com and we will do an episode for you. So on that note, cheers. cheers.